It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Profile. You can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And maybe, just maybe, you can sign up for the Pinball Profile Played in America Tour. But if you happen to be outside of the United States, there are other things going on. And that's why we bring on our next guest, Neil McRae. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing great, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Love talking to you. I usually see you at many events. You are probably, I don't know, if I had to name five people who travel the most for pinball, or at least find their way to get to pinball when they do travel, you would be near the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of lucky. I walk takes me abroad, and I can kind of align it with pinball events. Uh, or, but sometimes, you know, I'll just get on a plane and come to an event um, because we're really, we're really lucky in pinball. We got a great community. We got lots of people to organize brilliant events, and you just want to be part of them, really. There's been a burning question I've been dying to ask you. Here we are, July 20th, the anniversary of allegedly Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin apparently landing on the moon. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get your goat. We know how much you love space and travel. So, Neil, I had to talk to you on this date. The important question is, why have you not signed up with Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin yet? What's going on? Why are you still on this earth? Um, Look, I was actually asked. They asked me early. Seriously? No. (laughs) Shatner, move aside. We got Neil. I thought there's far better, more risky people that I'd love to see go to space and explode before I go. No, I mean, look, those guys are doing fantastic stuff, paving the way. I was actually in Florida at um, the uh, Blue Origin plant there. It's massive, what well, they've built there recently. I've been, I've been there for a couple of years because of COVID. But, yeah, it's very exciting. As a, as a space geek, you know, space never been bigger since the 60s, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. And... You know, long long may it all continue and, and long may it all go well. I'm looking forward to a big NASA launch later this year, hopefully or early next year in Florida, SLS, which uh, is kind of a space geek's dream come true. But I'll, uh, I could speak on, I could talk about that for hours and uh, we probably don't have that long a time, but it's great to be a space geek right now. Well, that launch will be something. And the thing that you're launching is really why we're talking to you right now, because yes, you travel everywhere for pinball, but... I don't know if you've run out of plane credits or what the case may be, but you've said, you know, enough is enough. I want people to come here to the UK and play pinball. And boy, have you ever set up this massive event. The UK Open is happening just south of London in Croydon, correct? Yep, that's right. It's coming at the end of September, early October, and this is a massive event. And I know how much you are inspired and love, like we all do, Indisc. And I think you've kind of modeled what you see at Indisc here at the UK Open. Want to explain what's going on? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I've been to Indisc last two events and, and watched it kind of desperate to go there prior to that. When you see the effort that Jim, Carl, and the others, there's, there's three or four other folks that are involved in it. You see the effort and, and hard work they put into it and the quality of the tournament and the scale of it. And, you know, it's it's just amazing. And, it, and the last one, really, you know, I, I, coming out of COVID, you know, quite risky for them to run it. They, you know, they put all their chips on black and it, and it came up black for them. And it, it was just an amazing event. And, and I, I just said to myself, you know, there's only two of us from the UK there, me and Kirk, um, and I kind of said, so I'd really love for people to experience this back home. Um, and actually in Europe, we don't really run tournaments like in this, but all the, all the tournaments here tend to be ran as a different format. So 
I've been inspired by what those guys did, and I'm I'm trying to run something similar. Um, if it's half as good as Indisc, I'll have I'll I'll be celebrating because those guys nailed it, and and um, I just I just want everyone to come to Croydon, spend three days playing pinball, and go away looking forward to the year after. Hopefully, that's that's the mission. There are many reasons why I love Indisc, but. Probably at the top, um, once you get past how well-organized and how well-timed it is and, and thought out in the text, the machines are great. After that, it's the variety. And there are several tournaments you can play in that Indisc weekend. The same can be said for the UK Open. You've really done an amazing job here with six tournaments and a few of them being certified. Yeah, so again, I, this is the inspiration. We're, we're running two classic tournaments We'll have a bank of about 20 to 25 machines. We'll, we'll try and swap a few of them between the two classics tournaments. Um, I'd love to have done the, the match play, but it's just we just don't have the games, unfortunately. So, but that's something I'm going to look forward. I'm going to try and do, you know, in the future. But yeah, the, the classics. I mean, I really love the classics um, in this. They're a phenomenal set of games. We've got some of those games, some of them similar, some slightly different ones from out of, out of Europe. We've kind of grabbed a few new new old games and really we're, we're looking forward to doing two great classic tournaments on, on some great machines. And then we've arranged it so we've got two certified tournaments. One is the UK Open. It's the main event. It's got a uh, first prize guaranteed minimum of five, that's right, £5,000. Um, that's about $5,001 um, <laughs> and then the, the prize pool will be similar to Indisc in the way that, it, that it's set up for the rest of the, the places and then but we have a, another tournament we, I wasn't confident about doing a high stakes tournament although I think one day we'll get there so I wanted to run something else mostly for the, the folks that are left on the Sunday when we run the main finals having something for them to do and what the idea I had was is look Bring your game, we'll put it in the bank. If you bring a game, we'll put it in the bank. We'll knock some money off your entry and we'll have like a people's bank of games. Now, it's, it's both risky and, and questionable. One, no one might bring a game. That's, that's one of the dangers, although I've got quite a few people um, stepping up already, which I'm pleased to see. And then two, you know, what's the quality of games? But we've got enough games here that, you know, the other, you know, we'll, we'll have a, an open bank of about 18 to 20 games We'll have a classics bank of about 20 to 25 games, we're hoping, and then we'll have the people's bank of about 20 games as well. So a lot of games, hopefully they'll all work and, and, and work well, but I kind of wanted to, to have something else for folks to keep playing on whilst we run the, the open final on the Sunday. So some have said, Neil, are you, are you crazy? Why do you want to do so many? And I'm like, well, if you're going to do this and, and it, you know, running an event like this is a place like the Hilton is it's not cheap there's a lot to do and I just thought let's go big there's also a junior tournament there's also the ladies tournament so you've really covered a lot here yeah look again I go to the events over in the US a lot Jeff and and the ladies um, pinball has really stepped up and and, you know there's some phenomenal players that have inspired me and and actually ladies pinball is not so big in Europe there's a couple of events that happen um, so I thought, look, I'm going to I'm going to put this on the schedule, and even if we get five ladies turning up, we're going to run a great event for them. If we get fifty, even better. But my kind of shout out is, you know, ladies, look, if you if you're looking for a great event, you know, I'd love to have as many of you as, as possible and run a really great ladies event and really kick, really try and 
you know, kick the, the, the ladies' interest over in, tour, in, pinball, in tournament pinball here in Europe because it, because it, isn't got, it hasn't quite got the momentum that you see in the U.S.? I'm sure this will kickstart it for sure. And there's so much that you can see at the UK Open again, starting September 30th to October 2nd in Croydon, just south of London at the Croydon Hilton. So it's a a wonderful facility. You've got a lot of people bringing pinball machines there. And it's nice too for the people in the UK and also Europe because it's easy to travel. You mentioned Kirk Sadler came over with you to Indus. Andrew Foster came over and did very, very well. I saw him just recently at the World Championships. And then of course, there's so many other great Brits that are just wonderful at pinball. Peter Blakemore I got to see uh, not too long ago in Germany. Uh, I assume Martin will be there from Pinball News. Hopefully we can get him to play. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think um, look, all those guys are coming. Craig Poulin um, is coming and a lot of Brits are coming that are all excited about this sort of scale of tournament. And what, what I'm really impressed about, and actually, they're, they're, you know, inspired by Indus, but also... Um, when we announced the UK Open, there was there was a much bigger interest from Europe than we expected. So normally we would run this as a as, it's not a, a gigantic tournament, but a, a decent small event in our club. But you know we got a lot of interest from Europe. Um, we've got a couple of really top players registered: Arvin Flygear, Vigo, and and uh, sorry, Vigo and and, and um, Robert Petroni from from Italy. There's some really big players coming over. You know, we thought, okay, let's make this a much bigger tournament, give them something really to fight for. So, um, but the Brits are super excited because we never really had anything at this scale. And there's a, you know, there's a, I was amazed by, you know, how many people registered when we opened registration. And, and actually, the biggest fear you have, Jeff, when you run an event like this is, is are enough people going to come? And I'm pleased to say, we crossed that boundary within about eight days. So uh, it wasn't a pinburg, but it moved quickly enough that, that we're all lo- really now looking forward to it. So this is a capped event. So what are the numbers we're looking at? We're probably going to go up to about 150 per tournament. So we probably do more. It's about 60, 40, 60% Brits and 40% um, folks from overseas. Uh, Levy Naiman signed up from the US, which is great to see. Uh, he's, he comes over to Europe a lot, and it's great to see him come along. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're really excited to have a really wide and diverse crew of, of folks coming uh, from all over the world. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm, you know now, now my mind's turned to putting on the best show for these guys because we've got a real group of great players. I want everyone to be talking about this for years. I want it to be that event that you know, it's got some massive games in it, some some excitement, maybe even some controversy. That's always exciting in a in a pinball tournament. But but certainly, I want everyone to go home. You know, look, Jeff, I've said this to you before, but if everybody comes and plays one game but but loves it, that would be enough for me. And we're going to play a lot more. But the, the name of the game is to is to play some great pinball. Spend some time with your friends, have a great time, go home, and look forward to signing up the following year. There are some people that don't understand some of the customs in England. And we have a lot of pinball players from around the world, so if you play maybe a Dwight Sullivan game at midnight, you know there's Midnight Madness. Well, when you play pinball in the UK, at 4 o'clock, all the pinball machines shut off for about 20 minutes, so we all have to stop for tea. Is that correct? That's what I've heard. (laughs) Hell no, no. That, I think there would be a, a, a riot if that happened. Um, no, there, there, there'll be plenty of tea. There'll be plenty of beer as well. Um, and and um, we're, in, we're in a great venue. There's lots to do around, and we're 20 minutes from the centre of London. British cultures, 
you know, it's it's kind of the, the Queen, so if you want to come and say hello to the Queen, she's just down the road. If you're thinking about coming from, from overseas, and Jeff, you've been in London plenty of times, you know, there's a lot to do here, um, and you're literally a, a quick train journey away from it all, so... Um, I think a lot of people are kind of extending the week, spending a few days in central London, seeing a few of the sights, and then and then coming coming down to play some great pinball. But we're we're a friendly bunch, you know. We we kind of say things a bit more Canadian than American, things like pound and and hound and ground. But um, we're a friendly bunch, and we're looking forward to to playing some really great uh, pinball. Really looking forward to having our European friends here as well, although. Never thinks we've been kicked out of Europe, but fortunately for us, Europe's just still across the water. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of my buddies from Europe that I haven't seen in a couple of years uh, owing to COVID. And again, the whole COVID thing—you know—a lot of folks concerned about that. You know, we're we're going to run a safe event. We'll have we'll have all the the usual procedures and processes around. You know, putting we got a really big room. We, we're going to space things out. Uh, we'll we'll have all the usual hand cleaners and sanitizers and. You know, we'll have, everyone will be um, following the, the kind of now norm COVID procedures. And, and actually, one thing from those from the US, now you no longer need a, a COVID test to enter the US now if you, if you fly abroad, um, which I know for some US players was a bit of a concern. So it's much easier to get back home than it was a few months ago when, when you had to do a test. So, and you don't need a test to get into the UK. You know, it's pretty straightforward. We've got a great health system here that's on top of it. So I know for some, COVID's been a, a, you know, something to be worried about. Let me tell you, there's nothing to worry about. It's very under control here, and, and everyone can come here and play pinball safe in the knowledge that they can play safe. Yeah, London's easy to travel to. A great airport, unbelievable transit system. If you are going... Honestly, and if you're just staying in London, if you're not really expanding outside of the city, you do not need a car. So that's one yep. uh, expense you don't need to look after. There's so much to do in just uh, an incredible area. I think that's one thing I was blown away by when I went to London. It was just that I was there for quite some time and I, I didn't even come close to seeing all of it. It's such a massive, beautiful city. You certainly want to do all the tourist stuff if you've never been before, but... Uh, you know, you're going to want to make a, a trip out of this. Certainly that carrot at the end, the UK Open, is going to be wonderful. And uh, you've got to be proud that this is all coming together. And I've seen you grow over the years, too. Years ago, it was called Flip Out Pinball, but that name got changed a little bit. What happened there? Yeah, Jeff, so, I mean, I'm, so I'm going to uh, lead in the UK Open, but it's it's been put on by pin, what, what we now call Pinball Republic. So, we're a, a co-op. We were originally called Flip Out London, um, and you'll have heard me talk about that uh, in the past. Unfortunately, Flip Out was a trademark name, and uh, we were asked to stop using it. So about, I want to say about six months ago, we changed our name to the Pinball Republic in London. Same place, same game, same people. What was the threat to stop? Were they going to put you in the Tower of London and put you in the stocks? Like, what was going? How does it work there? So a couple of things happened. We we were renting the space and the landlord changed and the landlord wanted us to set up a company and I think that's what triggered out triggered the fact that we were using the name Flip Out. So we got a letter saying, Please stop using this and please promise us you'll never use it again. Typical lawyer's letter, I've seen many of them in, in my day job. And 
you know, we, we decided, yeah, okay, we'll change our name. We're, we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not, we don't have the money to go fight a big legal battle, and we'd rather spend money on pinball machines and lawyers. So we, the founders, there's about eight or nine of us, we kind of collected a bunch of names, and then by process of elimination, we, we came up with Pinball Republic. Actually, flip out, I mean... It's kind of funny. We probably still say flip out more than we should, but um, the, the place hasn't changed except for the name. We, we run a lot of events here. We got, in fact, I'm here today. We were open. Uh, we got about 65 games here now, everything from uh, EM called Gigi to the latest Godzilla. And we, the great thing about it is, is you know, we, we were shut for a lot of COVID. We're reopened. The membership's growing. We're really busy on a Thursday night when we run league here. And we're really pleased that Pinball Republic's growing and back, moving forward, because there was one or two moments in, through COVID where we weren't sure we were going to make it. Um, and then having to change our name was not exactly what we were hoping to have to do, but we've done it, and, and, and most people, at least in the UK, have adapted to it. We were able to migrate um, so that we didn't lose any links or stuff like that. So it's all good now, and you know the guys that, that help run Pinball Republic, they're all heroes. They, we do a lot of work. We've got a great crew. That great crew's putting together the UK Open. We couldn't do it. If the Republic wasn't here, I, I couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. So I'm really excited to have that group of guys and girls to help put on uh, the UK Open. Okay, so we understand how the name changed. Was Pinball Republic the first choice? Because for me, I would have called it something like Royal Pinball. And I say that knowing that it would have upset so many people in the UK. And I'm going to give you a story here. Back in the early, early 1990s, my father built and created a golf course just outside of Toronto called the Royal Woodbine. And he actually got a letter <laughs> from the crown, from the, from the, for Her Majesty, suggesting that it was frowned upon that they use the name Royal here in yep. Canada. Yeah. You are part of the royal ship in Canada, though, aren't you? For um, now, I, I heard what Prince Charles said, that, uh, <laughs> hey, do your own thing. Okay, we might have our own little Brexit coming up, but no, I don't know. So, not even the royal open? Royal did come up. It was We did kick the tires on it, and given kind of the ups and downs of the royal family, we decided it was probably worth avoiding. Yeah, I mean, we, we had, you know, we thousands of different combinations of London and Royal and Pinball, and it literally was a process of elimination until we got to the, the last name standing, you know, pinballrepublic.com for our website. If you're in London, not during the Open, we'd love to see you. Um, as I say, we're, we're a co-op, so everyone's games here are someone that brought them and put them to share, and it's, it's a bit like the guys in Rochester and, and some of the other pinball co-ops around, around the U.S., you don't need reasons, really, to go to London. It's a fantastic city. It's a wonderful country, and being in Europe is just so special, and the history and everything. But the UK Pinball Open is going to be spectacular. But one of the reasons I want to get back to London is a little show that's doing quite well here in North America, and that's Ted Lasso from pinhead Jason Sudeikis, who we know loves pinball. And in fact, in Season 2, he even put a Wizard of Oz pinball machine in there, and a little birdie told me that that pinball machine, is it Andrew Foster's? Or does he have the high score on it? Well, I think this, Andrew has some relationship with it. I've heard this story kind of vaguely in the pub, but I don't know the full details of it. I, there is there is something in there. Uh, I, I, Andrew Foster, his favorite game is Wizard of Oz. He absolutely loves it. Let me tell you, if that's in the bank, don't, don't bother picking it, because if he picks it, you've got no chance. So... 
there, there is something there. I don't know if they borrowed his game or if he played it, but from what I heard on the kind of grapevine, something happened there, but, I, but I'm not entirely sure what. I was talking about it on a stream one time and somebody jumped on the chat and I don't know if it was Kirk or somebody and said, hey, that's Andrew's game. And I was like, oh, you know, that would make yeah, sense. I, I suspect it was probably Kirk. And I, I think it might have been Andrew's game. I remember there, were, there was a discussion about it, but I can't remember the exact details. But you know, And actually, if you're going to have a game on a, on a show... You know, Wizard of Oz is a beautiful game for people to see pinball. So no um, question, and I do know that about Jason. That whenever he films in different cities, he I know this firsthand that he uh, contacts the pinball community to maybe have a pinball machine, maybe in his suite when he's staying for multiple weeks. So he's not too far from a pinball machine. So uh, it was a great little honor in such a wonderful show in Ted Lasso. So okay, again, Neil McRae. I think you've sold me on coming to the UK. I just have to see. You know what? The funny thing is this all started because I said, my wife has a, a business trip in London and it's these dates. And you said, boy, you know what's going on. And I went, oh boy. Now I see whenever my wife has a business trip, all I have to do is get there. I got a free hotel. Yep. This is wonderful. And of course, oh, I guess I should probably reverse that and say, great. I get to spend time with my wife and <laughs> and also free hotel. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, everyone knows I love Anne. This is uh, not about that. It's, nope, <laughs> I'm just nope. trying to be cheap here nope. and funny. I've met your wife. She's awesome. So, Well, I hope to meet again in late September, in October, because the UK Open just sounds so wonderful. In fact, I'll even go so far to say is that you've put this event as maybe the biggest thing in England, and I'm including the Platinum Jubilee celebration for the Queen. That's nothing compared to what you're doing, Neil. Yeah, I mean, look, this is going to be one of the biggest pinball events in Europe. We've got the biggest prize for the Open. It's £5,000. That's one of the biggest payouts in, in pinball. And if I get more sponsors, it'll be even bigger. Actually, one of the things I've been lucky is through work, I've managed to raise a huge amount of sponsorship that's paying for the room and, and helping with a few things. So we are really going to have a, a huge event. Um, as many people come, if you want to register, go to playpinball.uk. That's playpinball.uk. And uh, we'd love to see you there. Trust me, you're going you're gonna to be blown away by some of the stuff we've got planned. We're going to have some great players there. Uh, we're going to have a great bank of games. We'll be live streaming it as well, um, of course. And, and um, we're going to have some of the local community are, are going to come along. And news, we've got news crews and things like that lined up because it's, it's a big event in, in the Croydon area and the London area. So um, it'd be great to see as many people there as possible. And, um, you know, we, we'll look after you. We'll love you. We'll, we'll feed you. We will give you a um, drink and we will give you some phenomenal pinball. Playpinball.uk. Sign up today, September 30th, October 2nd, in Croydon, in South London. It is going to be maybe one of the biggest events of the year. And I say that in all sincerity because I know how much you love Indisc and I know how much you want to copy that format as much as possible and, and you've seen the execution. So I have full faith in you, Neil, and I know this is going to be a great show. All the best, my friend, and good to talk to you again and hope to see you very, very soon. Yeah, look, and Jeff, thanks, thanks for for giving me this opportunity, and also, I thank thanks to the Indus guys because they've they've given me a lot of hints and tips and advice. Um, so I really appreciate that as well, and and uh, look forward to seeing you there, Jeff. Hopefully, and seeing everyone else. Thanks for having me on. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile, and email pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolis. Now